Welcome into the End of the Money podcast for Saturday, February 26th at Oakland Park. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And we'll take a look at the late pick four that includes the Grade 2 Rebel Stakes, prep for the Arkansas Derby on the road to the Kentucky Derby. And there's another stake earlier, the uh, Grade 3 Honey Bee, but it's not in this uh, late pick four because they have a small field. So uh, Jim will take a look at the late pick four, but let's start with the stakes race. Uh, got a big field for the Rebel. Several of these competed against each other in the prep for this. And you've got uh, Bob Baffert, uh, his horse Newgrange, won that race over some of these in here. So Newgrange is going to be a solid favorite this time. Where do you go? Yeah, he is going to be a solid favorite. And uh, my first impression here was, okay, he beat Ben Diesel and he beat Barbara Road last time out. Same horses come back. Uh, He's got positional speed. He may go to the lead. He may just track off of him like he did. I think they were learning something with him in the Southwest, and he was able to, out of that 10 hole, get up to third at the at the half mile pole, and and then surged on past the the leaders. And I assume that's what he's going to try to do if they're going to try to get him ready for the Derby. But um, I don't think he's a slam dunk in here. I, I think those horses that came out of that same race, Ben Diesel in particular, and Barbara Road in particular have every right to improve. Uh, so I'm not going to toss them. I, uh, uh, the, uh, in particular, Barbara Road ridden well, the Smarty Jones, along with Kenny's horse Dash Attack on the outside. So those two horses have to be considered. And moving from a 78 to an 86 buyer, where Newgrange went from an 88 to an 89, um, that progression from 78 to 86 is much more impressive. So um, young horses, young in the in March of their three-year-old year uh, are very unpredictable, so that's why I'm not going to single Newgrange. I'm going to use Ben Diesel. I'm going to use Barbara Road. I'm also going to use a horse that hasn't raced against these horses before, and that's Stellar Tap for Steve Asmussen. And this horse came back off a successful two-year-old season. They ran the Breeders' Futurity at Keeneland, went off at 6-1 to one and was disappointed there and did not go on to the Breeders' Cup. But they gave him a rest, and he came back in an optional 50 at Fairgrounds, which was obviously just a tune-up for this one. They, there's no way they had him cranked for that race. And that's, I think this was the plan all along for Asmussen to get to this race with this horse lightly raced, uh, much area to improve, and I think he's got a shot in here, and he's a price at 10 to 1. So those are my four top horses in this race, and that's what I'm going to use the pick four. I ended up going to Dash Attack. I went back and watched the Rebel, and uh, Dash Attack was in a really good spot heading down the backstretch, seemed to be moving really well. And just as he started to surge forward, then he started to back up and looked like he was just going to back through the field and probably end up last. Except that as they roll into the stretch, he starts running again and ended up finishing fifth and uh, was running okay at the end of, of the race. And I don't know what happened, so I'm just going to draw a line through that and give him a second chance. And I look at two bullet works that followed that effort, and then I also look at how impressive this horse was in the first two starts. Now, maybe he is not going to like two turns. Maybe he's going to be a, a one-turn sprinter, long sprints, that kind of thing. But um, I think that being out of a hard-spun mare, I think he can handle certainly a mile on the 16th at least. And Kenny McPeak's barn has uh, been very strong with 
the horses coming in, you know, with two-year-olds now coming into their three-year-old year. I think you're going to get a little price on this horse. Post position's not great, and he fizzled last time, and he was well thought of going into uh, that last race. So I'm going to take Dash Attack on top. Going to use Newgrange, going to use Ben Diesel, going to use Barber Road, just the, all the horses coming out of, of the prep, really, and uh, just going to try to give Dash Attack an excuse and see if he can turn the tables on the horses that uh, finished in front of him last time. Stellar Tap was the other one that was uh, interesting to me, but my ticket is going to be big enough as it is, so I'm going to stick with those four when we get to the pick four, which starts in the ninth race with an allowance test at a one-mile distance. That's around two turns at Oaklawn with a short stretch, four-year-olds and up. I did not have anybody I liked a lot in here. I ended up going to Pat's property. Horses had a couple of big buyer improvements in the two starts this year versus last year. You got a horse with good speed, down on the inside, short stretch race. So I'm going to take Pat's property, 8-1 to one on the morning line. Santos Dumont, I think, could be dangerous, making the first start for the Hartman Barn, which has been uh, doing very well at Oaklawn. Uh, Palace Coup and Myopic are both Deodoros, and I think uh, both of those could be live. And the other one I'm going to throw in is a Nick Zito trainee, Hunt the Front, just because this horse really likes Oaklawn. Four starts, has a win, and three uh, runner-up finishes. So in a race where I don't have a strong opinion, there's a horse that really likes the track. I'm going to include that one as well. How about you in race nine? I agree with you on past property. I thought that, um, the, and the only reason I didn't go narrow in here is those those last two buyers are very impressive. At Oakland, at a mile and a mile 16th, an 87 and a 90, uh, beat prioritization, who's another horse that I'm going to use in here. Uh, but I'm not... Uh, totally sold on the 6% jockey and the 9% trainer here. So um, I'm going to use Pat's property, and I think the 8-to-1 price is very juicy there. I'm going to use the two Deodoros you mentioned, Palace Coup and Myopic. I'm going to use prioritization for Scott Becker, uh, who came back after that race from Pat's property, uh, beat him, and came back and won at this level, uh, or a little bit better than this level, actually. 50000 allowance, this was $100,000. Won by neck last time out, so he actually improved from the race where Pat's property beat him. The other one I'm going to include is the one that you didn't mention, probably because you couldn't pronounce it, <laughs> La Mutanati. Oh, well and done. I, and I cheated because I went back and watched his first race, and I listened to Pete call him at Gulfstream. So um, in this race, he was tra- trained by Chad Brown, his first race back in January 9th, and he came down the stretch and was headed by a really good Pletcher horse called Sainthood, who came back and won out of that race. And he came back on Sainthood on the inside and won by a good neck. Uh, don't know why he's no longer trained by Chad Brown, but I like Ron Moquette, and Ron Moquette is really good at Oakland. So uh, this horse comes out of that race the last time out where he really disappointed at 2-1, to one. And they've got him at 10 to 1 in the morning line. I think he's got a huge shot in this race. I think you go back and watch that race at Gulfstream. His very first race has showed so much guts because most first-time starters will not fight back like that. They, they, they're learning. And this horse dug in, and uh, Gaffleon got him to the wire first, and that was very impressive. I'm going to just draw a line through that last one out and, uh, and say that, uh, we're gonna, that, Mo, that Moquette's going to get this horse straightened out. Tenth race is three-year-old maidens going six furlongs, and you've got uh, a couple of Brad Cox trainees in here. Asmussen's got a second times out. Uh, who did you land on? 
I really like the Asmussen horse here. Uh, this horse should have won last time out. Just got beat uh, uh, by half a length to a horse named Zozos. And that horse at Fairgrounds came back and won right back second start. And then Strong Quality, the horse that, that uh, ran third here, came back and won. So you've got a very key race. Horse only missed by half a length. Was not getting any respect at the windows. It was 20 to 1. So the works didn't look that good. Obviously, Asmussen's barn wasn't big, the horse. So it was a surprise. Uh, lugged in at the 1 8th. And uh, that's probably the difference in winning and not winning. But uh, <laughs> he comes to this race now. And I think got a big shot. Bunch of first time starters in here. Moquette's got one. Uh, Daniel Peets has one. And I'm going to use the other, the Cox Furster uh, Lundberg. Uh, with Santana up, uh, decent works, and Cox is 16% first-time starters. Um, not going to use the uh, – uh, you said, oh, Cox has the 13. If the 13 gets in, I will use him as well. Uh, that's the also eligible. So I did not put him in there. If he draws in, you got to use him off that 87 buyer last time out. But I'm going to I'm gonna take a stand here with State in for half, who I really like, but my uh, hedge is the first-time starter for Brad Cox. Yeah, that's who I'm going to take is Lundberg, um, just on the Brad Cox angle. But the uh, Asmussen horse, uh, that was a nice effort first time out. So really it was kind of a toss-up between those two for me. Plausible denial I'm going to throw in, the 11 horse. Uh, DeVito does uh, good work with young horses and uh, can win with a first-time starter. And then uh, I'll add Slim Man in case that one draws in. Uh, made a big improvement in the second start for the Cox Barn. 11th race is the Rebel. We've talked about that. The 12th is a state-bred allowance optional claimer. Three-year-olds and up going six furlongs. I'm going to have to go narrow here um, just for ticket construction. So I took Rolling Fork on top for John Ortiz. Horses won twice at Oaklawn. Is working well. Mo Choctaw, the eight, had an 85 buyer in the, deb- in the debut and then came back. Caught a horse called Garhole, who has gotten very good. So maybe he was a little in over his head, and I'll forgive that. And if he can run back to that debut effort, he could be very tough in here. So I'm just going to use those two in the late pick four and kind of a coin flip between the two. I went with Rolling Fork. How about you in the in the 12th? I didn't use Rolling Fork. Uh, yes, I did use Rolling Fork. I, I, I had the number written down wrong. I did use the 11, not the 12. So uh, I, I'm using your horse. Uh, I'm using... Um, most shocked to all the eight that you mentioned as well. Uh, i draw a line through that last one, uh, gateway when headed. I don't know how hard he had to work for the lead there. And so he, there is some speed in this race, though. So he may have to work as hard again, but you can't leave him out off that really impressive maiden win by 11 lengths. Going to use Goodnight Archie uh, for Santana. Uh, this horse has been fairly consistent and comes out of the same race of Garho and Navy Seal ran third in that race. Uh, going to use Navy Seal because of that that race. I'm going to go four deep here. Good night, Archie, Mochak, Todd, Navy Seal, and Rolling Fork. I don't really have, if I had to pick one, it's probably Rolling Fork off those back uh, buyers and the fact that he's two for five at Oakland. So uh, Rolling Fork would be my narrow selection here, but I've got enough money that I'm going to go four deep. Well, let's uh, get the ticket construction together. What's your pick four ticket look like for Oakland? I say I've got enough money. I hope I have enough money on Saturday to bet this. Uh, we, we, you never know. Um, I've got five horses in the first leg with uh, past property being my top pick, one, three, five, ten, twelve. Only going too deep 
in the 10th race with Lundberg, the sixth first-time starter for Brad Cox, and my pick, the eighth, stayed in for half for Asmussen. So six and eight. Two, six, seven, nine in the Rebel and New Grange is my top pick there, but I really like Stellar Tap at 10 to 1. And then the last leg, I'm going four deep with the four I just talked about. Three, eight, 10, and 11 rolling fork is my top pick. So that I, is an $80 ticket. I ended up with an $80 ticket as well. That's interesting. I've got one, two, three, five, six to start. Six, eight, 11, 13. Then two seven nine eleven, and then eight eleven in the last leg. So, eighty dollar ticket for me, and uh, I think this is a one that could pay well if you are fortunate enough to hit it. It's a a nice, uh, challenging card. Uh, not a lot of stakes races, but just some uh, interesting betting challenges. You've also got the uh, Saudi World Cup card starting early on Saturday morning, and uh, Keeneland Select will be taking wagers on that too, right, Jim? That's correct. Uh, and it starts at 8 o'clock, and if you want to come out, we're also opening Red Mile early. Uh, we'll have some self-service available at 8 o'clock. Uh, Saudi Cup is looking really tough with 14 horses with a brand-new Derby winner in there. And I've, uh, We were just talking off the air about uh, Florent Giroux could have the week of his career this week. He just got a Derby winner, and he could win the Saudi Cup in the same week. That would be not a bad uh, week's work there for Florent. I think Mandaloon's got a big shot in there. Uh, Mishriff uh, drew a bad post and is a year older, so I think Mandaloon's got a big shot. If Mishriff wins, though, he will be the all-time money uh, winning leader for all time in thoroughbred racing. Because he won it last year, so he's got a $10 million head start. Yes, exactly. You win the right races, it's uh, easy to add up the money quickly. Uh, best of luck wherever you're playing on uh, Saturday. And uh, you've got a lot of good college hoops action underway. So just make sure you don't let your Keeneland Select funds dip too low so you can play if you can't get out to uh, a track or to a simulcast facility. We'll be back next week and uh, head to Florida for our Keeneland Select uh, races of the week and uh, pick four. So be with us for that next week. But for now, we'll just say good luck from the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.